We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The following is paid for by the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Information on the program is intended to solely further the public's general knowledge about the product. Opinions expressed should not be relied upon for any purpose by any member of the audience. News Radio 1020 KDKA does not guarantee the accuracy of any of the information aired on the following program. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke, pastor of St. James Catholic Parish in Swickley, Pennsylvania. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDKA Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and the parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. And today we are discussing how Catholic high schools help prepare young people for college, work, and life. And I'm honored today to have uh, from St. LaSalle Catholic High School, Mount Lebanon, the principal, Lauren Martin, and Lisa Osterhaus. She is the president at St. LaSalle. Lauren and Lisa, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And Seton LaSalle obviously is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I grew up in the South Hills. I grew up in Carrick, Overbrook area, uh, formerly from St. Norbert Parish, which is now Holy Apostles. And two of my three nephews have graduated, Michael Dank uh, in 2010 and Matthew Dank just recently in 2016. And currently my youngest uh, nephew, Thomas, my namesake, Thomas Dank, is now a freshman. He loves it. He loves it at St. LaSalle. So really anxious to um, hear a lot more about what St. LaSalle has to offer. Plus, we also want to focus on how the Catholic high schools are preparing. So, Lauren, let's talk a little bit about your background and how you ended up at St. LaSalle. Sure. I'm in my seventh year at St. LaSalle, and uh, and I love it. I started my teaching career, actually, at Madonna High School in Weirton, West Virginia, uh, in 2005, or um, excuse me, 2003, um, and uh, spent a couple years there. Um, I spent five years in New Jersey, uh, where I was the assistant principal for academics at St. John Vianney High School. School, uh, which is a Catholic high school there, and uh, came back to the Pittsburgh area. Uh, that's I grew up in in Moundsville, West Virginia, and my husband is from Butler, so Pittsburgh was right there in the middle. middle so ground. Mm-hmm. middle ground, uh, and it's been working out really well, and we just love it. Great, yeah. And Lisa, well, I have only been at Seton for three months now, oh, officially wow. on You're the job. Rookie. So <laughs> yes, this is new to me. Uh, mm-hmm. My son is a junior at the high school, and I have a daughter who will be a freshman next year. Right. So. I've been privileged to be a part of the Seton family as a school parent, and now I'm thrilled to be able to be a part of the faculty and staff, and it's been wonderful so far. So you get the best of both worlds as a parent perspective and now as a staff member. Yes. It's been really nice. You know, I've been working in Catholic education either as a volunteer or an employee since 2006, and it's work with purpose. It's a passion of mine, and... It's just been a wonderful experience. Prior to being at Seton, I was at St. Louis de Marillac, where my children went to grade school. And in my mind, there's just nothing better than a Catholic education. Absolutely. So I'm thrilled to be part of Seton's community now. 
Now, before we get into about preparing our youngsters for the road ahead, uh, it's a very kind of new model that a lot of uh, Catholic high schools are now having. President and principal, you both have specific roles, but you kind of work together. Uh, Lisa, do you want to explain to our listeners this morning a little bit about what the president does at at the Catholic high school? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Lauren and I have to work hand-in-hand together, and she oversees a lot of everything related to the students and the academic side of things, whereas the president is responsible for fundraising, marketing, admissions, finance, donor relations, alumni relations, all those types of things. So it's very important that we work together Mm -hmm. and um, to be able to provide a good Catholic education to all of our students. And the model seems to work really well because we're able to each focus on our areas yet work together to provide a good product. Absolutely. And you, Lauren, you want to focus on the principal's role is more of the academics and... Sure. So um, in the principal role, you get to really interact um, uh, more directly with the students um, and that particular outcome. So Mm -hmm. not just the academic end, but the academics and the whole person. um, And that includes the faith development. um, It includes the extracurricular opportunities. And so um, having this type of model really allows um, for more focus in the areas that Catholic education needs to be successful and to be stable. So uh, it gives more resources and um, can put people into places where they have those specialty areas. And I guess years ago, everything was handled through the principal. They had to do the fundraising and marketing and and Mm -hmm. plus handle you know, the other hats too. So kind of like a, being a, in a, a pastor in a parish, we have extra staff to help us with maintenance and um, business, working with vendors, things like that. Then the pastor can kind of do what you're supposed to do with the sacraments. So I could see how a principal role versus the president work hand in hand, but have specific roles. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk a bit about how Catholic high schools really help our young people. The, the, Studies after studies show that there are over 1,200 Catholic high schools across the United States. 99% of the students who attend a Catholic high school graduate. That's phenomenal numbers. Do you want to elaborate on that? Sure. And, you know, we're right there at that uh, standard for Catholic high schools in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, Ours is 99 point uh, decimal points beyond that. Um, So. We have done a very good job through our faculty and through our, our counselors um, in preparing our students to make it to graduation um, and then supporting them to make sure that they can go beyond that and be successful. Now, um, having a um, Catholic and public high school background for myself, um, and then, of course, the, the college and, and seminary, Definitely, Catholic education has morals, values. There's so many choices here in the Pittsburgh area. There's wonderful public schools, private schools, charter schools, online schools. What does like Seton LaSalle and a Catholic high school offer a little bit different from the other schools? Well, I think the biggest thing is that um, we like to say, and which is true, that we're unabashedly Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can celebrate Mass. We can talk about Jesus and God. We can pray. We can discuss moral and ethical uh, and ethical leadership, moral and ethical accountability. Um, you know, it, it's not something that you can do in every school in the area. Um, and that's something that as a whole Catholic school, uh, system of Catholic schools um, in the Diocese of Pittsburgh that we all uh, do very well. We know that we're all proud of being able to do. 
A&C LaSalle is one of the largest uh, Catholic high schools in Pittsburgh, but it's still a family, too. So you still have that big but small town feel of it, if you will. Right. We, we like to um, kind of sum it up to say that we're we're centered in faith and surrounded by family. Oh, okay. uh, and it's very important for us to have a, a welcoming atmosphere uh, that our students respect one another, that they respect the faculty and the staff, that they respect anyone who comes into the building. Um, and I, I think that that's one of the things that uh, we hear consistently when people visit is uh, when I walk into the building, I just felt welcome. Mm. Uh, and so that's very that's important huge. to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, going back to that uh, piece within our Catholic identity, that that respect for the human person um, and the value of each person really comes out. Now, Lisa, from a parent's perspective, let's turn the hat. You have a child already at St. LaSalle. You have another one coming in. Uh, from a parent's perspective, how have you seen your child learn and grow through the years uh, getting a, a valuable Catholic education at St. LaSalle? Well, I I think that the experience has been absolutely wonderful for him. And when we toured the school when he was in eighth grade, he said that he wanted to go to Seton because it mm-hmm. felt like home. And that really has been the case. And that has been his experience. And I know that's the experience of many others. And, you know, the nice thing about Seton is that you have the opportunity to participate in a lot of different activities and extracurricular activities and sports. And you can take there are plenty of opportunities to take on different leadership roles. So it's really a place where students can try new things. They don't have to be just tied to one sport or one activity. And it's it's a nice way for them to have different experiences and try different things and see what they like and don't like. And it's a chance for them to grow as a person. And one of the things I think as a parent and from the work that we've done over the last 10 years for Catholic education in the South Hills, you have so many, and I'm sure throughout Pittsburgh, but there are many good public school districts. Mm -hmm. And so of course, if you're just looking at something from an academic standpoint, the St. LaSalle has a very rigorous academic mm-hmm. curriculum and we can compete, but then what makes it different? Why are you going to pay tuition to sure. send your child to a Catholic school? And as a parent, it's because of the Catholic identity. It's because you can pray at school, talk about Jesus, all these things and opportunities that you wouldn't have in a public school. And so that's why it's work I believe in and that's why as a parent, I think it's important. It's been important for my children to have a Catholic education. Yeah, I think if a parent is looking for, say, like their child is in elementary school, looking on to high school, every parent and grandparent would want the best academics for their child. The the reading, writing, arithmetic, science, technology, uh, just keeping up with the fast pace of our society, those are all basics that I think every school needs to, and school district would need to do. It's just the extra things, being able to open up with prayer at the morning or right before you go to lunch and before you walk out of that door at the the end of the day to say a prayer, Um, the different sports and um, uh, musicals, all the different clubs and organizations, uh, those are extra things that that mean a lot for people that might be shopping, so to speak, for education. Would would you agree, Lisa? Yes, I would. And I think people would be surprised to to learn that, you know, every single year, even though we were a smaller school compared to some of these Mm -hmm. large public high schools, but we send students every year to Carnegie Mellon 
to Notre Dame, to the Naval Academy two years in a row, you know, 20 plus National Merit Scholars. I mean, we can compete on any level academically with the best schools in the area, but we can also help to educate the whole person and add another level of development in the child. And there's just, there's nothing better than seeing a, a school celebrate mass. Absolutely. And just to see a child uh, walk through the door their freshman year, and then four years later, they're walking across the stage getting their diploma. Lauren, I'm sure you've seen a big change in maturity, too. It is very, um, because I, I get to shake all of their hands um, and knowing that I can do that and see them go through those four years is wonderful. And they, and they, how quickly they grow and mm-hmm. change. We're going to take a break. Back with more Education Plus in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor of St. James Parish in Swickley. And this morning we're having our guest from St. LaSalle Catholic High School in Mount Lebanon. Lauren Martin is the principal at St. LaSalle and Lisa Osterhaus is the president. So Lauren and Lisa, as we are now in the uh, second segment of our show, we were just saying right before our break about Lauren seeing the kids change from freshman year and then crossing that stage to get their diploma um, their senior year. Let's talk a little bit about what happens uh, after they graduate um, with the alumni being in in contact with the students or former students, I should say. Sure. Actually, um, we have so many students after they graduate that come back to tell us, you know, how prepared they felt, mm-hmm. um, uh, even so many as some of them saying like how easy it was because of the academic rigor that we have throughout our program and how it builds up through senior year. It is, is truly college prep. Um, and, you know, in comparison to other students that they may be in their dorm and when they're talking mm-hmm. and they just feel like they're very prepared to handle the rigor of college, regardless of where they are. Um, And those are kids that are coming back from Notre Dame, and those are kids that are coming back from Pitt or Penn State Honors College. Um, You know, they're really sharing those details with us, and uh, they want to come back, which is something, when you see them graduate, you think, I hope they stay connected, and I think that we've done a a pretty good job in making sure that they still feel like they're a part of the welcoming community and that they're an important part of it. How do you stay in touch with them? Is there like newsletters and mailings, events? I know there are a lot of fundraisers. Uh, how, how do you stay in touch with the alumni? Sure. Uh, we like to stay in touch with them in several different ways. Our website has a lot of different information on it um, that is available to all of the alumni. We have a monthly publication that goes out to all of our alumni via email. And then there are different fundraising events and school events uh, throughout the year. For example, this year we had a new event called Seton's Greetings, which was right before Christmas. And it was the Christmas holiday, Christmas concert at the school uh, for the band. And we invited back all of our alumni. And it was just a nice way to reconnect with people, thank them for all their continued support for the school. And, you know, we work hard to maintain relationships and with the alumni over the years and help them in planning different reunions and invite them to different events at the school and so they're a very important part of what we do and we couldn't do a lot of what we do without their support and seton has always been popular with sports with the basketball and the football games so i'm sure having the alumni in the stands rooting on for their their home team that has a lot of um, support too 
It's great. Yes, we really, it's it's nice to see the support. It's nice to see um, people come back and still feel so proud. And I heard someone mention uh, recently, you know, talking about their basketball days at the school and how much they loved it and what it meant to them. And you just, you hear stories like that time and time again, whether it was musical theater or uh, sports or a teacher that impacted them or a guidance counselor. And, you know, it truly has been a family for many, many years and it, it continues to, to be that way. A lot of traditions uh, are handed down. And I guess from hearing from your alumni saying how successful they felt prepared that kind of helps you out with your program because you're probably always looking to strive to learn and grow and help with the, with the faculty um it kind of gives you a, a good report card so to speak to say hey how are we doing how are we preparing our kids would well, you agree oh it absolutely does um i mean we can look at the data from um, the test scores that we give throughout the school year and we can see what they do when they're here um, but to have them come back and say um, even very specifically i felt very prepared um, in writing the essays that i had to write for my English class in college. Um, you know, they're very specific sometimes in the feedback they're giving us and saying, you know, I'm so glad, like, for example, I'm so glad I had Mr. Manor. Um, mm. He really prepared me to be able to handle a college level English course. Um, and so those are some of the things that they'll come back and say, um, you know, I really felt comfortable um, being in a classroom and being able to talk about my own viewpoint and my faith and defending that in front of others who disagree. Um, so those are really important pieces of feedback that we get um, so that we know we are still educating the whole person mm -hmm. um, and making sure that uh, when our students leave and go into that real world, um, that they they feel like they're prepared to be there. Now, I know having my three nephews go through Seton LaSalle, uh, the freshman orientation, all three of them said very, very helpful because it's, it's different going from a small uh, elementary school and then into a bigger high school. Um, and they thought that that freshman orientation really helped them uh, start the engine, so to speak. Now let's talk about as we're preparing for the end of the school year, how are you exiting like the seniors preparing them? Hey, you're going to be a, a freshman on a college campus next fall. How do you prepare? How do they, how do you prepare the, the seniors graduating? Sure. Our junior senior guidance counselor, uh, Judy Caves is, um, phenomenal with working with the parents mm -hmm. and the students in that transition process. Um, her background comes actually at, at first through college admissions counseling. Um, so she's been at Bethany College at Carnegie Mellon. Um, and so she has a very good idea of what colleges are looking for Absolutely. and then can work backward to help our kids and our families when they're looking at what classes they should be taking, um, what priorities they should have, and really going through those steps, um, starting um, going into their junior year with all those preparations. Mm -hmm. um, we use a program called Naviance that gives our students opportunities to go in and explore fields um, uh, that they might be interested in, uh, to take different um, types of aptitude tests to see where they might excel, um, and to look for feedback on um, the different types of colleges and what they're looking for mm. and really sitting down and going through that process and, and our guidance office does a very nice job at walking them through that so that by the time they're seniors and when they're getting to that they don't have all of that stress on them because it's been spaced out and they've been looking for a while. Um, and then on top of that, the way that our curriculum is set up, 
uh, is really designed um, to help our students be able to discuss what they've learned when they leave um, so that when they get into classrooms um, where they really have to sit down and know what they're talking about, they feel comfortable presenting in front of a group. They feel comfortable writing about what they're talking, what they're defending, uh, that they feel comfortable talking in a group about uh, what their beliefs are and being able to explain those things. And those are skill sets that um, don't get taught everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, And those are skill sets that we think are incredibly important for our graduates when they leave. And that was kind of like what we highlighted in the first segment, the loving, the nurturing, the family aspect of it, you're able to to look at each student as a whole and kind of help them to mold into the human being that they are being and maturing. One of the things that really struck out uh, looking um, before we went on on air is the nurturing atmosphere where everyone is welcomed. That's so important now in high schools. You want to reflect on that, how St. LaSalle welcomes everyone? Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. The preceding was paid for by the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Information on the program was intended to solely further the public's general knowledge about the product. Opinions expressed should not be relied upon for any purpose by any member of the audience. News Radio 1020 KDKA does not guarantee the accuracy of any of the information heard on the pre. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.